Good evening and welcome back to Smorgasbord Daily. I'm Pete Gaskell and buckle up guys because the happy accident boys are crashing in again. Uh, hang on, hang on, yes. hang on, yes. hang on. Is this Smorgasbord Daily or is this Happy Accident Daily featuring, <laughs> featuring Pete Gaskell from Smorgasbord? I don't know. I think it sort of becomes a horrible mutation of the two, doesn't it? Really? I think it's a beautiful disaster. Yeah, I've been called that before, but not in podcasting sense. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we've got William and we've got the franchise. Well, I say Johnny, but otherwise known as the franchise. Back again to uh, bring their own particular brand of... I don't know, what do you call it? Chaos? Lunacy. Yeah, that's yeah. illness, but yeah, it's yeah. an illness more than anything, I feel. Yeah. yeah. I think some people say that about podcasting, yeah, it's, it's one of those, uh, you need to understand it to know why it's such an obsession for those, for those people that record them. <laughs> I think we are not more than products of society. Yes, of a greater good. Of a world we don't fully understand. Feeding the ego. Feeding that ego where possible. And I think how he goes are absolutely rampant right now. Um, but yeah, always a pleasure to have you back on to, um, I don't know, keep me on my toes, I'd say. <laughs> it's good to be back. Pete, it is good to be back. I'm not going to lie. Uh, it's nice to be back. Yeah. I don't know if we ever would be. <laughs> Did we Liam? go too far? No, we didn't go far enough. <laughs> showed me right up the last time we were on air. <laughs> you showed me right up, you did. <laughs> You don't know what I've got planned tonight. Um, oh. <laughs> oh, other than Pete. Right. Well, don't even be gentle. Well, <laughs> I remember that. Before you put it first. We'll kick off, as always, with a QOTD, the question of the day, which today is if you could train a monkey to do anything, what would you train it to do? Oh, man, how wet. Oh. <laughs> That's too oh, easy. Well, that's isn't it? too easy. That's too I'm easy. Too. Gonna go in on if I were train a monkey to do anything, it would be to talk like a butler, and <laughs> then, talk, talk and like then use his new linguistic skills to act like my butler. Essentially, what I'm saying is here: monkey slavery. Oh, oh, monkey slippery. Nah, put him in the best clobber. He'd be dressed to the nines, he would. Uh, that's a first step into... Planet of the Apes. Eventually, eventually, yeah, they'll overthrow you. And then you'll be wearing their, uh, wearing his butler suit. Again, again, what he is overlooking here is the very obvious... What about the ape rights? Stockholm Syndrome. What I do is I dress him to the nines, <laughs> I make him act and talk like me butler, bring us food, play Xbox with us... Then when he steps out of line... You can get a monkey to do anything in the world you just want someone to play Xbox with. <laughs> At a certain level. You know I, think, I, mean? I think we sort of appreciate the level of, of um, alone time you, you seem to be having at the moment. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> just want a friend, even a furry one. There's nothing wrong with alone time, Pete. What I do in my alone time... It's nobody's business. That's between you and your monkey butler. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just want you just to use it just to record if it's like a, 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 your own version of a PG Tips advert. Um, or have them bring your PG Tips oh, yeah, on a nice a... silver tray, like a like a proper tea service. Yes, 
Afternoon and I'd call, him, I'd call him Clive. Right. <laughs> oh, no, I'd give him a better name than that. Clive. God Clive. Me. Clive. <laughs> Fetch me some tea. Mr. Something. Miss. Oh, no. Oh, Sergeant. 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 Sergeant Harry Feet. And then a human name. Sergeant Sergeant Handfeet. <laughs> That's good. Sergeant Handfeet. Otherwise what known as Bob. Um, what, hang on, what type of monkey are we talking about here? Because I'm, I'm saying gorilla. Gorilla? Technically not a monkey though, is he? That's an ape. That sounds yeah. like a level of advancement too far. Well, there you go then. That, I no, wait a bit. on tiny little chimp or like... Like a capuchin. Like a, <laughs> yeah, like a chan- chandler... Uh, Ross. This is one for friends, yeah. That was a no, capuchin, no. wasn't it? Yeah. That'll Marcel. That would be a shit butler, that. <laughs> they can barely carry a tray. Although it would be funny to watch them. Mm-hmm. You know the way they do their little walks with a little yes. tray? They'd carry it in the tail, though, wouldn't they? They'd sort of like wrap it up in the tail and sort of... <laughs> I, you know what I would do? I'd train a monkey to write the complete works of Shakespeare so that no one can ever use that again. You know, say, oh, you know, in, in, you know with an infinite amount of time, monkeys can end up writing Hamlet or something. Uh, I'd make the... sure one could do it just to, just to shut people up from saying that. Just, to, just to spite the rest of the world. Yes, yes, yes. Essentially, all you're doing there is raising a, a plagiaristic monkey. That's all you're doing, though. <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't benefit anyone. Whereas I have... A gorilla butler <laughs> who not only does he have Stockholm Syndrome, so gor- he'll like never start Planet of the Apes because he can't operate without me. That's what I'm going to beat into him. He can't operate without me. He needs me. Can you imagine how big this gorilla is mooching yeah. about your house? Because he's going to be like a bodyguard as well. Uh, so, like, he's going to need a toilet. He's oh, going to need like, on toilet. gorilla facilities, isn't he? So you toilet train him as well. I would ex- I would expect nothing less from a butler. <laughs> and every you day, sure? I expect that to be pre-trained, or would you actually show him how to do it and go? Well, I'm saying him. Maybe it's a her. Who knows? Who knows how many itches it scratches? Exactly. Um... If if your fucking monkey butler went and made you a ham sandwich and came and give it with his monkey fingers, <laughs> there's no way in the world you're gonna eat it. <laughs> No, what you do in Not that situation is a perfect opportunity to further the Stockholm Syndrome. You take the ham sandwich, you look at it, and then you throw it on the floor. <laughs> and you like, clean that up, Clive. <laughs> this is going oddly into Pavlovian <laughs> dog territory, isn't it? When I ring this bell, you come, and not a moment sooner. Yeah, you're in sitting any on sense. your throne. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's essentially how this works. King Oh, now you'd want one to sign like Christopher Walken. I totally would. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. That would be my second choice. Mm. Maybe I'd get. I'd teach one to drive. Mm. Oh, like a monkey chauffeur. A chauffeur. A monkey chauffeur. Yeah. Yeah. So I can't have a monkey butler, <coughs> but you're allowed a monkey chauffeur. That's what you're saying here. Well, yeah, like... A chauffeur is a step up from a butler. A chauffeur is a lazy butler. That's all he is. Where, where do we stand on the hierarchy? I thought chauffeur was below butler. Because I... Uh, Butler has to do all the all the stuff around the house. I'm just thinking of Alfred from Batman. Where he does both, doesn't he? <laughs> uh, Alfred's Alfred's just a rare find. Like that's a level of Stockholm syndrome. He's that's a fucking. Cool. He's, he's a gopher. He's a bloody gopher. Gopher this. Gopher too much. He's just far Alfred. too much. I'm actually what... terrified of the Batman. That's I, all that I wonder is. what Alfred's earning these days. I mean. <laughs> It's got to be more than minimum wage. You've I got mean, to expect that. When does he get time off? 
I don't what does Batman do? do? Does he get a replacement? I mean, even though Jamie Irons is now Alfred in another DC universe, I still, I'm still totally picturing Michael Caine, by the way. Because he was Alfred for me, so I'm thinking he's having a nice oh, yeah. life in Italy. Randomly <laughs> bumping into Batman and Catwoman in cafes just all over Italy. <laughs> the guy, the Alfred... He's dude all right, I think. Alfred, for me, will always be the guy out of the original Tim Burton movie. Oh. Uh, kind of that's him. Michael Goff. Michael yeah. Goff. That's him. Yeah. That's him. That's oh, my Alfred. God, there's some serious film knowledge gets knocked out on these. <laughs> big Pete. Big Pete with that film knowledge. Yeah. It's a specialist subject. <laughs> I'm not often outdone on well. matters of Batman, and you've just done us there. Challenge accepted. <laughs> but yes, if you've got any better uses for Monkey, other than just to play as manservant to the Happy Accident Boys, or indeed my own personal Spite Monkey... Um... <laughs> I will call you Spite Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> um, then you know where to send messages by now. If you don't, you can tweet us at SmugglesportPod or email me at SmugglesportPod at gmail.com. Right, I think we shall move on to Wankity Wank. Before we move on, if if you are a monkey butler and you need help, Mm, all you need to do is send an email to hello (laughs) at thehappyaccident.co.uk and I assure you I have better working conditions than you currently (laughs) in. I reckon you're weeding out the competition. If it can't send an email, then it's just no dice. No, it's like, you know... (laughs) All I'm doing is my current monkey butler is standing outside of the door weeping now thinking he's going to be replaced. <laughs> it's just going to make him work even harder. <laughs> oh, you're a cool one. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, yes, time to move on to Wankity Wank, which, as ever, I have a selection of um, banal news headlines from local papers. And I'll leave a blank space of them, and we have to fill them in in as entertaining a fashion as we can muster. Starting with this one from the Argus. Which sacked for what? Which, which, which is in W-I-T-C-H? Yes, yes. Somebody's been actually employed as a witch. Which, which sacked yes. for what? Working for which is what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Which, 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 which? No, no, no. Too which, confusing. Get lost. <laughs> which sucked for using uh, Big Farmer instead of casting healing spells on herself? <laughs> which sucked in possession of Neurofen? <laughs> <laughs> Spent far too much time browsing WebMD rather than actually doing <laughs> Well, uh, witches. Which sucked for. Uh, m- Burning regular human. Right. Oh, struggling. He's struggling. Struggling. He's struggling. I'd sack a witch for just. Oh, I don't know. For general would. appearance. No. Would you dare? Would you dare sack a witch? If they were like a proper a witch, we're talking about it. I will talk about it. Witch from like Wicked, where it's a green witch with one of them hook noses. Are you talking about like a witch mm-hmm. from popular television series Charmed? Because I wouldn't be sucking any of them well, witches. Uh, yeah, oh, I was thinking like Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh, now you're talking. Yeah. Now you're talking. But the initial thinking is, you know, green, hook nose, whatever, isn't it? I don't know. Would it you employ a witch that wasn't, up. yeah, for being too beautiful? I mean, uh, <laughs> Looking too much like Orissa Moano. Well, I, 
<laughs> Come which back when you're green, love. Which suffers sexy crimes? <laughs> which sacked for altitude sickness? Can't a broom. Just like, no, no, no. <laughs> which sacked for improper use of a Dyson? <laughs> what was that? Because that was no TV show as well. Where they used to fly on, on, on vacuums, wasn't it? Instead of broomsticks. What was that? Was that was that, was that Sabrina? I've seen it. I saw there's only either Hocus Pocus or absolute seminal classic, seminal witch based Hocus Pocus. (laughs) Sarah Jessica Parker's never been better. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Neither is Bette Midler in my eyes. Oh, she's a rose. (laughs) And then the uh, the other one from Sister Act. Yeah. What was his name? Can't remember his name. Yeah. Can't remember his name. <laughs> one that's not Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> not Whoopi Goldberg. Not Whoopi Goldberg. Up. I think I think that's just that's just two levels of people, isn't it? There's Whoopi Goldberg and not Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> I'm not sure which category I class myself in in that discussion. I think you're on slight Goldbergian territory. I think every, <laughs> everyone's got a bit of Whoopi in them. Everyone's got a bit of Whoopi in them. You, you Sister Act Two comes on. So, oh, back in the habit. Back in the habit. I mean, for the pun alone, it's worth it. Do you know Whoopi Goldberg got her name? Because um, she called, she obviously, because it's not a real name. Goldberg is because she believed Jewish actresses got more work in Hollywood. And then Whoopi, because she used to have Whoopi cushions right around on set. So that's no. how she ended up with Whoopi Goldberg as a name. What an absolute... Do you know what it is? Well, you know, it's not I'm surprising, not... is it, for You just think, yeah, yeah, of course, that's why it's... Uh, I never thought that someone would have squeezed out of a vagina a small child and just be like, boom, whoopee. Yeah. <laughs> whoopee. That's what I'm going to call this child, baby whoopee. It was just like a oh, fart. Um, um, the actual headline is Witch Sacked for Sickness Record. <laughs> is this is this causing sickness? Is this... Causing sickness in empl- other fellow employees, or so, she just, like, yeah. So she comes in and she's like got, like got flies buzzing all around her and stuff. It's like you know, there's just so many diseases being spread as soon as she walks into the building. <laughs> I don't know. It's awful. She's pulling sickies for all the spells and that. Maybe she, maybe she like works in one of those herbal medicine places, but her like shtick, as it were, is to like suck the illness from you, but when she takes it into herself instead. So it just all congeals inside us. He's got a real mush mush of all sorts. Oh, I Pete. Oh, I. Sucks the badness out of you, does it? Sucks the badness out. Now, does it? Gets it inside, now, does it? Oh, no, mate. Strange, that sounds like a weird advert for Ribena as well. But... <laughs> <laughs> Sucks the bad sugar away. Um... <laughs> I don't know. There's, there's, there's no more detail than this, so I don't actually know whether... She was sick, or she was making other people sick. But where was she working? I think that's a big part of this. Well, the Argus is, that's, is that like a, a Scottish pe- the Argus? Argos. Uh, no, that's, no, that's the newspaper itself is the Argus. So I'm no. guessing that's like Scotland. It sounds Scottish. I'm thinking about think Aberdeen that's Angus. That's but that's the last time they were on this podcast. There was there's some... another one from the Angus. Uh, the Argus was it not from your end of the, your neck of the woods, northeast? <laughs> uh, we've got an Argos. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're... Where you pay for your goods and then wait for them coming down the conveyor belt. Straight in that weird area. <laughs> it's like takeaway. Yeah. Like a, like, for but you just get a TV stuff. instead. 
Actually, I'll, I'll get Argos now on that uh, internet, order something, get them to deliver it in my house. It's like I never what? have to leave anymore. Well, the just... bubble is almost complete. Yeah, that's just... That's half the fun of Argos, though, isn't it? Going in there and searching through those catalogues for about ten minutes trying to find a number. But then you're just not really taking into consideration that we live in Sunderland, so when you go to Argos, this isn't like a happy theatre that you're sitting and waiting for your goods to arrive. (laughs) It's just like... It's it's pure, it's just unadulterated misery sitting in front of you. Yeah. And you're like, oh... It's a company of people, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Alright, the next one is from the advertiser for Dorking and Leatherhead. And this is from Dorking. Terrifying what attack in Dorking? Sick witch. <laughs> <laughs> terrifying sick witch seeking employment attacks. Um, terrifying Argos what? attack. Terrifying Argos attack. Terrifying attack of northernness. Oh, Great. Yes. Popping up everywhere. No. Too many sausage rolls, not enough time. Never too many sausage rolls. No. Festive bakes, back. The festive bake is back. I haven't had one this festive season. There's time yet. We've got two weeks. There's still time. There's still time. There's plenty of time. Look out my window right now and see seven Greggs. So (laughs) I'm I'm never going to be short of Greggs. Never. Not not up here. Not up here in the true north. No. No. I think... Between was Greg's pubs, betting shops, and crappy tanning salons. When you're back to Greg's pub, it, yeah. <laughs> it's a cycle, isn't it? That's it. bus stop in the middle of nowhere, but no one ever stands up. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Terrifying, terrifying what attack? Terrifying uh, toddler. Toddler. Yes. Terrifying pterodactyl. <laughs> I mean, if this was Halloween, I'd say a terrifying crown attack. But that's boring, because that actually happens. No mind. It's, been, it's got long in the tooth, that clown thing. Like, I think it's dead now, isn't it? I think it's died a death, that clown thing. Well, uh, until it reappears again. Or just in time for the It sequel. For the, for the sequel, yeah. You know, uh, the worst thing about I mean, this might sound incredibly trivial, but in Morecambe, they dressed up the Eric Morecambe statue-like Pennywise. And for me, that was beyond the pale. It's like, <laughs> what are you doing, you fools? <laughs> like, the council did that, or was it just a no, bunch of... No, it was, it was just, a bunch of, just a bunch of weirdos. Yeah, they just, you know, thought, you know what? He looks happy. Let's turn him into a guy. <laughs> <laughs> turn him into Pennywise? Yeah. Very good. There's some, there's some people in more commitment, you know, we could do with going to Greg's more often, really. <laughs> <laughs> never, never too many Greg's. No. Never too many Greg's. We, nah. The actual answer is terrifying water bomb attack. So it's it's pretty serious down there in Dorking. Wow. I tell you what, Dorking, you need to uh, you need to keep your doors closed. You do. If if, if the most terrifying you get is a water bomb attack. That's a slow news day for Dorking. That and in local news, terrifying water bomb attack left locals slightly moist. <laughs> Little bit damp. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they must not have a uni campus at all anywhere near there, must it? Because come on, not not a week goes by without a water bomb going somewhere in, in uni campuses. In my That's experience, rarely filled with water, and it's rarely a genuine water bomb. No, no, it's 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 more um, something in the vague area of, and it's more uh, basically sort of liquid balloon, isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> 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 And the final one is, I'm guessing this is from a metro based on the font, 
I can tell how long I've been doing this for now. I can judge besides <laughs> by the fonts. <laughs> um, angry neighbour paints what around man's car? Um, paganist symbol. On That's not going to work. You couldn't paint it because the car's already on the fucking spot. Right, uh, so you, you've got to paint something around it. So what would you paint around Just after an hour, it's randomly doing it now. I don't know why. It's gone. You've insulted far too many. You've insulted Dorking too much. That's what it is. Yeah. Dorking's the internet center of the world. Well, somewhere has to be. It seems to be okay. I'll just give it a minute just to settle down a bit. No worries. It's just like you just started talking. <laughs> it's like oh dear. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and I thought when fast internet would clear that problem up, but apparently it's Skype, not the internet. So I'm, I'm actually looking into new uh, new avenues in, in New Year as well, rather than Skype, because this is irritating me now. Between that and the upgrading, for all you know, I was actually doing my best. You were doing that anyway. <laughs> doing my best breaking of Skype impression. Well, the weird the weird thing is, I do a Doctor Who one as well in the same you know in the same channel, mm-hmm. and um. The guys I was podcast with did not realise I wasn't doing a Dalek impression when it was breaking up like that. They just believed I was just doing a, a rather shit Dalek impression. <laughs> so we just carried on talking. It's like, oh no, let's just talk over him. He's just being weird. I was like, no, 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 no. It probably didn't help by seeing exterminate. No, but... <laughs> no. <laughs> no that's I'll give the game away, like. Yeah. Uh, it seems to be fine again now, so <clears throat> I'll just say it again. <laughs> Angry neighbour paints what around man's car? Angry neighbour paints Warhammer figures. <laughs> yeah, he just sets up a He's little just stall, there, just <laughs> pissing them off by just sitting around painting around his car. <laughs> Canvases. All really rare ones as well. Just go like you. You don't have as much money to waste as I do. <laughs> And paints them all really badly. Paints <laughs> just sitting next to the guy's car, just painting, just uh, just pissing them off and staring at him. He's only got the colour. I'm so angry. <laughs> he's only got the colour green and the colour pink, and he's just painting all of the Warhammer around him in green and pink. Orange and blue, like all the um, all the really crap Michael Bay films. It's always through orange and blue filters, so everything's just orange and blue. Just there. <laughs> I I was gonna put uh, paints um like I was gonna say paints walls around them so it looks like they're sort of boxed in like just you know it's like uh oh someone's built a wall but I don't know how you'd paint those vertically that would take some like, doing it's gonna be one of them clever illusions you know when you watch the football on the telly and it looks like the stands are like standing up but then yes. the ball goes clean through it mm. yes like that paint, um what what else would he paint paint on his car paint around paint around his paint car around the car 
a giant picture of Bob Ross. <laughs> oh, Bob Ross. Bob Ross. Bob Ross. Would there be a happy accident without Bob Ross? Certainly wouldn't. There would not. Exactly. That, this, the, the Happy Accident podcast was originally called Franchise and Friends, and it wasn't until the second episode when we realised that the Happy Accident podcast, because Bob Ross had only just dropped back on Netflix. Yes. And he saw it and he's like, oh, that sounds perfect. Thank you. Mistakes. Thank you. Happy accidents. Happy accidents. That's and then exactly. and paints, clouds, while just throwing paint at the, at the canvas. I've tried that. I just make a mess. Have you seen the new Deadpool? Yes. Where he dresses yes. up as Bob Ross, by the way. No. <laughs> Funny as fuck. Yeah, Absolutely love Deadpool. I do. I do. DP is awesome. Um, the actual the actual answer is Angry Neighbour paints seaward and makeshift yellow lines around man's car. Nice. Nice. That's aggressive. So, yeah, so this car, um, it's a Renault Clio, by the way, um, it just parks in the middle of a residential street. Now, I'm assuming this is because it's opposite the house that we want to go into, but clearly not, because it's presumably just randomly parked. Rather than parking at an end of the road, it's just parked smack bang in front of this guy's driveway. And it's literally just, you can actually see it. The, paint, the picture has not cut anything out. It's it just sort of drawn these, a rectangle of yellow lines right around the car, and then just written cunt underneath it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. I feel, I feel the joke's on him for when the, the person in the car gets in the car and just be like, wow, this, this, was, this was extreme. Yeah, <laughs> the guy's just going to drive off. The, guy in the no. car's going to drive off and then all that's left in front of this guy's house now is a rectangle of yellow lines but we're cunt around it, which sort of suggests itself anyway if you've, if you've taken to drawing yellow lines around people's cars. If that's outside his own house, yes. inevitably he's going to park in that spot. I, w- I wonder how, how the back and forth went. Did the paint it out? Did it like? I reckon the just other guy to the papers, didn't? <laughs> no, no, yeah. <laughs> um, the, the caption is roadworks on a residential street descended into vandalism, and a vigilante used spray paint to tag obscene double yellow lines around a parked car. It's not the double yellow so, lines that are obscene. It's it's a word underneath it. Really? I, I don't approve of anybody being called a vigilante when that's what they're doing. It's hardly Batman, is it? He's, ha- he's hardly Batman. <laughs> I don't ever see the day when Batman swoops down and just, like, writes a cunt on somebody's property. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. If Quentin Tarantino ever made Batman, that's what he would do, wouldn't he? <laughs> Probably. Probably. <laughs> Slow day in Gotham. Slow day in Gotham. <laughs> the Gotham bat takes funny turn. <laughs> <laughs> and just to close out this um, this little segment, there's a wonderful little. Um, I like those where you you see the police reports that sometimes get published. Where it's like you know, certain times such a thing happens, certain times such a thing happens. Um, this is from Sonora, which is in America. I don't know where, but there we go. One thirty-three p.m. Sonora. A man came to the sheriff's department to find out how to legally kill a person who was harassing him. <laughs> I mean, I, well, I mean, he, was, he was seeking advice. I mean, I don't think if he just went to a citizen's advice bureau. <laughs> I don't know if anyone was going to tell you how to do that. It would be the actual law. Yeah, yeah. 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 Be the law. Well, listen, I've done it many times, and this is what you do. Can, can you? Is no? Is that an arrestable offence? Could you walk in and say, can you tell us how to legally kill someone? And then could they 
arrest you on suspicion of attempted murder. I, I mean, mm. that, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because how are you going to prove that you're, that you're not using it just to be able to do exactly that? <laughs> but you don't need to kill him. You just need to paint some yellow lines around his car <laughs> and write the word cunt underneath. I believe if you type that phrase into Google, then you'll probably end up on a watch list somewhere. I'm pretty darn certain. If you type in, how can I legally kill someone? But... I thought if you just typed cunt in the Google. <laughs> well, <laughs> well I'd, be in, I'd be intrigued to know what the image search of that is. It'll be like half half female genitalia, half pictures of politicians, I think, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the worrying thing is you don't know which is which sometimes. Um... No, no. <laughs> well, moving on. It comes down to the hair most of the time. Yeah, true. <laughs> And both ways. Um, <laughs> moving on, uh, it's time for some actual weird news stories. And I'll start with mine, which is henna tattoo allergy leaves man with permanent handlebar moustache scar. Oh. <laughs> Devastated. Yeah. If he can't grow a tash. If, I was going to say, that... if you can't grow an actual handlebar over the top of that tattoo... Worst. You're in trouble, like yeah. You're a comedy. You might as well become like you know. If you in for a penny, in for a pound. In that situation, if you're like, well, I'm horrifically scarred with a handlebar moustache. I might as well get a spider web tattooed across my whole face and get some cranial implants, slice my tongue off, and become a lizard man. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I would have thought. I would have thought it's one of those. It's, it's one of those where if you'd been like the 1800s, you'd join the circus, wouldn't you? Or like a freak show or something like that. You know, with a natural handlebar moustache face man. Although Lizard. actually, most people did have handlebar moustaches back then, didn't they? So I'd just be like, he is a man. <laughs> Oh, anyway, it like, just looks like he's been drinking acid. Like he's got a, <laughs> where you get a milk tash, he's got an acid tash. He's got smelted. I'm just thinking of hot fuzz now. You've got moustache. I know. Slurping down some fucking acid, and then before I knew it, I've horrendously scarred myself with this handlebar moustache. This rather snazzy handlebar moustache. It's like it's like a Victorian Joker. Why did you? Yeah. Why did you, you get how I got these scars? Why would you get a gentleman? It's got her a bit in a drunken plan that it's got her a bit. Lads, 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 really drunk. Oh, I know what I'll do. I'll get a henna tattoo with a handlebar moustache. Well, I'll read I'll read, I'll read the, um, the background here. It's what was supposed to be a bit of fun turned into a crying game. That sounds horrible. <laughs> horrible. For Aaron May, a 28 year old plumber from Leicester, while vacationing. Must have been an American article with twenty friends in the Spanish city of Benidorm. Benidorm oh, city. Well, there, oh, you there go. you go. Is he Benidorm? He spent the grand total of nine pounds on a tattoo. What <laughs> a If you spend nine quid on a tattoo, something bad is going to happen. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Even a henna one, which would cost a lot more than nine pounds, <laughs> on his face with a handlebar moustache and a chin beard. <laughs> it's one of those is just a little thin strip. You know, it almost looks like a tie. You know, yeah, like a tie almost, yeah. yeah, basically, and just going down your chin. It looks like a tiny tie and a handlebar moustache, and it's a very thin one as well. One of those I mean, really t- thin curly ones. Alternatively, you just embrace it, and then you just become the guy with the the handlebar moustache and the chin beard scarred on his face. 
I mean, you can sort of make it work. Like you said, first thing you do is probably try and grow on it, but I think his skin is so damaged that he can't. Um, I'd like to take to wear glue and pieces of hair onto me face. Cut hair? Cut hair, I mean. Yeah, it's just anything, just to cover it. Uh, it was, it was, it was for a festival, it was a Benidorm Fiesta, which is a local fancy dress festival, and he thought he'd get into the spirit of it by doing that. <laughs> Nine pounds. Wow, that's for big spenders, weren't he? I'm going to go in my normal clothes. Nine quid. I'm I'm surprised they didn't just draw it on with a sharpie marker for nine quid. I bet you preferred that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Apparently, another person got the same tattoos, but his faded within a few days. (laughs) (laughs) I can imagine Dewey is sitting there. Is yours burning? Is is your tash burning? No, it's. uh, Mine's sort of fading. Well, well, this guy, apart from feeling excruciating pain, his face ballooned and it started oozing puffs, apparently. Uh, (laughs) That's like, did we use the same guy? I got oh. amateur hour, didn't I? What was his Bless name? Him. Aaron, Aaron uh, May, but it's Aaron spelled like the Isle of Aaron. Aaron, weird. Old, old Aaron Pussbeard. Aaron, God bless you, God, my child. God bless you, sir. Uh, what I would recommend, Aaron, uh, from me to you, personally, if you ever stumble upon this podcast, mm. I would uh, I would recommend just embrace it. Just, just go Not. with it now. Just, or just... alternatively... Throw uh, yourself off a cliff. <laughs> I would um, just walk around with my finger over me tash. Ah, the uh, ah, I see what you're doing there. Just yep. uh, hook a finger over your top lip. Yep, yep. that's what I do. Nah, just permanently. Aaron, what about the chin tie though? What about the chin tie? Are you going to get away with that? Lizard, lizard man, lizard. <laughs> just embrace it, Aaron. It's time. Yeah. It's time. Aaron, Aaron May is dead. Long, <laughs> long live the lizard king that's what I'm saying Aaron I think he needs to adopt a sort of very Victorian gentleman name doesn't he like so Randolph Digby Smythe oh, well, I'm now thinking it's a Digby Chicken Caesar but you know yes <laughs> I would just paint it on permanently get a tattooed so on there to wear it go for it top hat up. monocle <laughs> tails just, tuxedo cane go just, wild just, I mean it might, might get a very niche um, group of people asking for his plumbing services, but you know, <laughs> well, yeah. become, become a mystery, and then every now and again, just interjecting conversations by going, "Hello, what ho, gentlemen?" Apparently, apparently, the artists put their minds at ease because they were a bit concerned because because it only cost that amount of money, um, so they could wipe it off with nail polish remover. Oh. And stupidly, they believed him. <laughs> oh, I mean, what's got him? I mean, yeah, could it possibly be a? It was a eagle henna. It's, it's some sort of um, eagle variety called black henna. Oh, oh black he, henna! Got off the web. Yeah, apparently he's extremely allergic. He said, "I felt fine at first, then the next day it was blistering and pussing. I thought something may have been a bit wrong. I mean, by not... Sunday, my face was a balloon, and I was certain." It's normally a good sign something's gone horrifically wrong, like if you... Then I found myself in Benidorm. <laughs> I mean, that, that, there you go. That's why, that's why he went wrong. We don't, I mean, he went to hospital and stuff, and they mentioned like a skin graft and things. Um, his doctor said, 100% you're going to have a scar for six months in exactly the outline of a handlebar moustache. 
Nice. Oh, they're going to cut a bit of his thigh off or something and glue it over his face, aren't they? The best thing in hope for is that they take a piece of his arse and use his arse skin <laughs> to go on his face, Hope and he's... then he can be part lizard he man, was... part arse face. He was, he was, he was resistant. <laughs> he's a Channel 5 documentary to himself, isn't he? Uh, he was resistant to use like hospital, though. Uh, he, didn't, he didn't go to hospital while he was in Benidorm. I'm, I'm guessing it's some sort of travel insurance get around. He wouldn't go to hospital. He said he, he said he had on homemade remedies. So he tried covering it with toothpaste, olive oil, and salt. Well, I mean, I've got to think, was it even the black hair I did this? You deserve it. Wiping <laughs> random shit on your face. Or was it just taking fucking corrosive, abrasive substances and rubbing them on top of a, uh, an infected area? Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah, apparently, it, when he got, it was like an emergency when he got back to England, so they took him to the hospital. Um, and eventually, you know, it's, it's, it's calmed down with medicine, but we probably um, we probably need a plastic surgeon to, to solve the problem. And, and he's, finished, he's finished this with, I managed to see the funny side of it. What choice does he have? But Wait. I'm the right idiot, though. I had one before years ago, it was fine, but I didn't have it on my face. <laughs> <laughs> Good God, I <laughs> Oh, good God, Aaron. Oh, you have smiled for the last time, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> now your oh, face is healed. Yeah. <laughs> now your face is healed and the yeah. constant grimace of misery. <laughs> <laughs> Until you can get your own arse transplanted onto your face or become the lizard man. You are yes. now a freak, sir. We are giving you ideas here, and pervasive these ideas because I think your life as you know it is is pretty much ended with a handlebar moustache face. Yep. Unless, unless he becomes the Lizard King. That's all I'm saying. It's an option. Let this be the catalyst to you unleashing your true self, Aaron. I think this, this is perfect now. He could, he could have a world of Panto forever now. He could be the Panto villain now, couldn't he? Everywhere. Forever. It could be like a guy that appears like on like all of them kind of television programs. You know that guy who's got the tattooed whites of his eyeballs and then yeah. he's tough putting like off. I can say he appear on Channel Five on those shows when there's yes, nothing better to put on. Instead, I think he's just going to go and embarrass some bodies. Yeah, Doctor yeah. Doctor Christian, Doctor Christian's going to be like, "Yep." I mean, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. yourself. I, I wouldn't mind uh, having a handlebar moustache for a day, but I wouldn't tattoo it. I'd actually grow it if I could. Just just because you can, because I think it, they look kind of funny. Um, for Say a costume, I've tried. I wouldn't tattoo it. No way. I've, I've tried. I wanted, at one point, I wanted a handlebar moustache. Mm. Uh, more so just f- for the Hulk Hogan aspect of it than anything else. <laughs> well, uh, but, you know, when like you get like... Do you say your prayers and take your vitamins at the same time? Always, Jack. Always. You know the bit where your tash sort of comes down to the corners of your mouth. Yeah. I'm. Th- you start I, I've bristling good, a bit. I've got a good thickness of hair up until that point, then a bald patch, then the rest of it, mm. and it just looks like a really shit handlebar. Mm. You see, I can grow, I grow hair really quickly on like the sides of my face, like the cheeks, and the <laughs> chin, and and the neck. Um, but I really struggle under the, on, on the top lip. That so is if, I, if I grew a beard, I'd just look like Abraham Lincoln, which yeah, is not that... a sexy look. 
There's not many people rocking that Abe Lincoln. I'm not. No, no. I mean, uh, you know, when this takes off and I can grow an Abe Lincoln, and then people will start copying my work, I could be a style pioneer. The um, army fuckers coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Until that day, I'm going to have to remain stable. I'm afraid. If there was ever a man to bring a back, Pete, it's yeah. probably you. Probably. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, the idea of having a moustache tattooed may have may have crept into my mind, but now after seeing the, the sad tale of Aaron May, perhaps not. Nope. Right. Gentlemen. Like a bad guess who. <laughs> a terrible guess who. Yes. He does kind of look like one of the, uh, one of the easy ones to describe on guess who. Like <laughs> shit tash. Oh, it's him. It's Aaron. It's All right, it's your turn. Does he have glasses on? No. Has he got a horribly scarred face? Yes. Is it Aaron? <laughs> it is. <laughs> Flip. <laughs> Gentlemen, you have stories as well. Uh, William, we'll start with your sir. What 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 we got? We've got two stories. Yes. Two stories. Do you wanna do you wanna go at them together? We'll just see here. Yeah. Yeah. Watch them together. Feel for me. You stop. Number one, what was the first story was new research finds that kids aged four to six perform better during boring tasks when dressed as Batman. True, so, true story. True fact. Why just kids? Oh. Why just kids? I think everybody that... would do better if you just went to your office. Everyone in the office is dressed as, as superheroes. You get shit tons done. Why are you just specifically kids? I feel I feel people get overwhelmed. I mean, I'm not going to lie. The pressure of it just be like an office, an office without the cast of Infinity War. It would be like 50 people with all different superheroes all clamoring for attention. But <laughs> how, many, just, how many Captain Americas have you got in that situation? Just, I mean, just you imagine. One each. You can only have one each. I mean, and, and, someone's, and someone's going to have to be stuck with being Wong or something. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, who's, like, unless you're going to be racially stereotyping. Who's gonna Who's gonna go for Wong? You know what I mean. To be fair, Wong was a badass in the Doctor Strange film. I have to admit, I did I did like Wong, but it's like it, it'd be if you were picking on from the top down, he'd be one of the last ones to be picked, wouldn't he? Hundred percent. I'm just gonna ask a quick question here, just while Liam doors us off. Have you got any idea what we're talking about? No. Yeah, nah. This is my kind of talk. This is what I'm not allowed to talk about. Now. I have not a clue. That's what Wong. This is. Uh, have you seen nope. Doctor Strange? No. Do you know Benedict Cumberbatch? Yep. He's Doctor Strange. Mm. Um, yep. Benedict, he's, Benedict he's a Wong is Wong. Hell of a name, though. Yes. And Benedict Wong plays Wong, which I thought was awesome. Ah, nice. A guy whose actual name is Wong plays yep. the character Wong. Yep. That's cool. That's... That's a way to make it less wrong, so, doesn't see. it? If it's a lot less wrong, it's like, well, his name's already Wong, so... And he was awesome. He listened to Beyonce randomly. Um, anyway. Getting back to the, getting kids, back to the kids story. being very not... super productive while dressed as Batman. <laughs> I mean, it's not just kids, Pete. No, um, no. Uh, it would be remiss of me not to tell you that I'm currently dressed as Batman right now. <laughs> I and think I that think... is very remiss, though, because now you're just admitting your identity to everybody. I think Had if a... you really were Batman, you wouldn't say. I think... Had I not been dressed as Batman, would I have lasted this long in this podcast, or would I have got bored True. and ended up on an iPad True. listening 
Pete, True. ask shout me name in the background. True. I think, to be fair, I think William already is. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did start talking about superheroes. We right. did. We I did. Yeah, superheroes. Well, I, I was just imagining like everyone dressed as superheroes doing like the most menial, boring task, putting petrol in, um, <laughs> doing the shopping, <laughs> doing the big shop, and yes. Spider-Man filling up his corsa. Yeah, it's uh, like I'm. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> feel like it's gonna get. Uh, do you? Use, I don't know if you have it down there, but sometimes if Domino's has got a big special on, we get Spider-Man standing on the on a street corner. Aye. We're we're a plaque spinning the Domino's sign. Two for one. <laughs> Two for one at Domino's. But it's like a really out of shape, fat, terrible Spider-Man. Spider-Man. <laughs> Just the worst Spider-Man suit you've ever seen. Like you can tell he's Mexican underneath because he's like <laughs> his general body shape. Yeah. <laughs> Is that I, a Mexican? I, I have a friend who um he goes to like conventions. He does a lot for charity actually, and he like he dresses as Batman. He's like in a real proper bat suit. And you like goes to ch- like children's homes and and he, he's put a lot of effort in. Plus he walks for part. You know what I mean. But he has a friend who dresses as, as um, Spider Man and he's got a bit of a uh, how should we say? How do you say a paunch? Um, <laughs> he's, 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 he's 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 next one too, one too many stellars. Let's put it that way in his time. Um, and he plays Spider Man and it looks vaguely embarrassing because he's also like Spider Man with beer belly. See, this this is how I see life. If if everyone started dressing up as spider as superheroes, I feel like one I'd be lost because if anyone dressed up as one, I'd be good. I'd be like, who the hell are you supposed to be? Come on! Well, you couldn't have made the effort. You couldn't made the effort, Chinaman. You couldn't have dressed up as a superhero. (laughs) Why are you just wearing a suit and tie? What's wrong with you? <laughs> get in, get with the program. Everyone's dressed up. I'm dressed as Clark Kent, <laughs> and he's uh, and he's Clark Kent guy. He's just with glasses and uh, a in a suit. In the hair. <laughs> you look ridiculously normal, Ben. Right? Everyone else would look weird, and you'd be the normal one. Which have ever made you before? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's the uh, that's the length and breadth of your superhero knowledge, isn't it? Yeah. Clark Kent. Yeah. You did well. So, what's, how does the story explain itself then? Why why are they dressing kids up as Batman other than shits and giggles? Why why is this even an experiment they're doing? Um, yeah, so they've given kids the option of like playing with a an iPad, or like giving them boring computer tasks to yeah. do for ten minutes. Apparently, when the kids were dressed as Batman. They've only tested this on 180 kids. So 180 kids from a Batman fan club. It's like, so... every, every, all the kids are lining up to see the Dark Knight. So just come here a minute and just just do this. Need a barrier. They could pick from some well-known superheroes. Batman, Bob the Builder. Bob the Builder no, is I... not a superhero. Rapunzel. How... Wait, no, no, Rapunzel and Dora the Explorer. These are not superheroes. What? Dora the Explorer? When did Superpowers Dora... being annoying. When did Dora ever save the modern world? So, well, I feel like when the... She taught, she taught kids of a certain age geography. But, you know, the, the proper kids... In Spanish. Yeah. In Spanish? Yeah. Taught a lot of English get... kids geography in Spanish? Yeah. It's like, no, they're not superheroes. I'd understand if you just said Batman, Spider-Man, Superman and whatever... 
But what? we just pick four random, yeah, four four random children's characters. That's what they are, isn't it? So they're basically just dressed a kid up uh, as like, well, he was doing some boring for ten minutes in his his or her own outfit, right. and they were like, "How's it going?" And they're like, "Oh, it's boring." And then dressed the little fucker up as Batman, and then went, "Is Batman doing okay?" And he's like, "Yeah." This is amazing. Obviously, Batman's doing the job because so if Batman's working hard, then he works harder. Yeah, that was didn't it. Didn't they have the same kid dress up as all these characters? And, uh, and, uh, so they had to dress up as Batman, then as Rapunzel, then as Bob the Builder, then as Dora. So that's him. Which, is, which did you do best at? I've know. got to think that if I was the guy running this experiment and I went up to the kid dressed as Dora the Explorer and I said... Hola! Beat a little head in. You don't understand. You won't commit. <laughs> commit to the role. I mean, I would never beat a child's head in. Stupid child. I don't understand the parameters of this experiment at all. Were you like, separating the kids out? So some were Batman, some were Rapunzel. Was it the same kids doing the same thing? Like, I think five times? Happened, I think what's happened here, Pete, is it's been a slow news day. Then vintage well, science. Slow. It's a slow science day because imagine going to your manager saying, I've got this fucking idea. It is, I've got these 180 kids. I don't really know what to do with them. All these Batman costumes. And I've got a room full of iPads. Um, we're going to give them the boring tasks and dress some of them up. And we'll see who works harder. Let's get the newspaper in and let's make a story of it. And then the newspaper turned up and went, what sounds better? Kids dressed in whatever character they want perform better or should we just ride that Batman hype train and just put Batman in the title because yeah. up to now Batman is the only superhero in that list yeah. Batman's technically the odd one out here uh, yeah they're the kids characters aren't they they're like kiddie Ooh. TV characters Rapunzel's a film isn't it because I'm guessing that's like Rapunzel from Tangled not from the grim fairy tale or whatever who gives a flying fuck if Dora the Explorer performs a little bit better instead of playing on an iPad? She does menial tasks for longer. When really, if why she do you want kids doing boring tasks anyway? Would you, <laughs> would you ask kids aged four to six to like? What would you say a boring task is like? You know, update your accounts on your spreadsheet or whatever. Why would you ask a four to six year old to do that? You do it. You won't say. You won't say. Come, come, four, right, come here, little Timmy. Um, just, just, um, just look at. Just go through my bills and and just don't eat ones I've already paid on my, on on the same um, spreadsheet or whatever. You I've won't got, ask uh, kids to do menial tasks on a computer, would you? I've got some data input on a profit yeah. loss that I need you to look at here. Can you just uh, crunch <laughs> some numbers for us? I mean, when we say they're doing well, they're not doing well, are they? Because, I mean, it depends how boring we're talking about logging in. So like, I can't do this. This is way too, but this is beneath me. I'm going to get my kid to dress up as Batman and log on my computer for me and then bugger off again. <laughs> if anything, you're just ruining the idea of Batman for a kid. Yeah. You're like, like here's Batman a Batman. is now just Pavlovian, Pavlovian responses just to go up and switch your computer on for daddy. And then go. It's like, what do you mean, Batman's a hero who saves Gotham? I, all he does really is just press a press a switch on the computer. <laughs> Batman is nothing more than a data cruncher in that kid's head now. Which in, in the actual world, Batman world, he'd be having to do, do so many spreadsheets to tally up all his expenses and you know, like health insurance problems and stuff, wouldn't he? That's why he had Alfred. 
That's why Alfred that's, was there. That's what Alfred does while Batman's off in missions. Alfred's sitting there just chewing through spreadsheets. And Batman's out punching crime. Alfred's at home making sure that profit and loss looks alright. Uh, yes. Part accountant, part... Making sure there's enough in the ISA. Signed an offshore tax here. He's he's at home and he's got a bunch of little Mexican girls dressed up as Dora the Explorer cleaning the house. An army of Doras just performing menial tasks in the background. Aye. And a annoyingly perky in Spanish. (laughs) Alfred has his own monkey butler. For when Batman's not around. I I feel Alfred might have needed a PA at some point. Probably. But what would you dress the monkey butler as? Would you dress him as Rapunzel? Would you dress him as Batman himself just to add an extra level Don't of complication? Fuck. Dora <laughs> the Explorer. Let's, let's, let's make this a bit free here. Giant monkey dresses Dora the Explorer. Who knows what Alfred's up to when wow. Batman's... <laughs> what he it? does in the privacy of his, own, of his own cave is his business. When the bats are here. You know what I mean? Time to play, isn't it? Yes. Time to play. The monkey can play. I think we've exhausted this story as much as it deserves, to be honest. Shall we move on to the next one? I'm going to tell you what, Pete, I'm going to hit you with that next one. This right. next one... This next one blew me mind. Right? This next one blew me mind that it's got as far as to have news articles and feature on popular daytime television show this morning. Wow. The headline simply reads, Women are ditching men to have sex... With ghosts. Well, I think this is a very sweeping headline. It's like women worldwide are saying, "Forget, forget the procreation of a human race." I'm just gonna do it with the ones that are long gone. Let's let's have a just everyone walking around with tiny little empty prams with ghost babies, tiny ghost babies. No one to Casper so friendly. <laughs> 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 just sneaking into people's rooms that night. Just dicking. Just slinging, slinging dick. dick. <laughs> slinging that good old ghost dick. He's only Casper the friendly ghost after he's dumped a ghost lord. <laughs> well, that is Casper the sexually aggressive ghost, yeah. but that would have made as good a film. Casper Although, the right, sexy ghost. Casper <laughs> the rapey ghost. Yeah. Uh, Trial to wouldn't have captured the imaginations I mean, as well. When I picture a ghost, or I see like a tiny little Victorian child, or Christmas Carol, like, you think like the ghost of Christmas past and what? Yeah, uh, like a man in like a bed, like a nightcap. Yeah, I don't know. Like, how attractive is these these ghosts that these women are having gangbangs with? I don't know. I tell you what, I'm gonna I'm gonna get in, I'm gonna delve into the article a bit, right? Because it says women are ditching men to have sex with ghosts. Essentially, what that means is more than one woman. That's women is plural of woman. That's two, isn't it? It's two. Works. It's two random weird women. And it's two women. This whole article centers on two women. It's actually, it's actually. It is actually two women. The first woman claims she had amazing sex with a ghost of a 19th century man. That is a Christmas carol, isn't it? It is essentially a Christmas carol. And the second woman claims to have had sex with. Fifteen different ghost lovers. She's gonna catch some sort of diphtheria or something. She's gonna catch fifteen different ones. How can you tell? What came before super gonorrhea? This ghost did apparently. Scabies. Ghosts. What was there? What was the sexually? What was the art of being like the Sith? I mean the plague. Yeah, you've caught the plague. 
Woman brings a ghost plague. Woman brings oh, wow. born ghost and ghosts. Thankfully, wow. I ghost definitely I mean, are available. I mean, people abusing ghost antibiotics. <laughs> ghost viruses becoming immune to ghost antibiotics. That brings a whole so new meaning to riding the ghost train, doesn't it? Your ghost baby dumped on a doorstep. Oh, ghost man. dumpster babies. <laughs> what do we do about the problem? <laughs> Our orphanages are full of ghost babies. <laughs> I can see right through this. Um... Oh, please. Uh, I'll tell you what, right, I'm just going to give you another little fact. One of these two women who claims to have had sexual ghosts, her name, right? Right. I mean, I'll tell you what, well, let's make a game. You give me, Liam, a woman's name. Just a woman's name who you think would have had sex with a ghost. Just any woman. No, who's going to have had sex with a ghost? Just pick a woman's She's name. She's going to be a... Make one up. Who you think would fit the bill? Jeff. Jeff. Jeff, that's the kind of... It's incredibly spinsterish, like Mildred or something, isn't it? It's like one of those old women that just clutches a, a cocoa and nothing else. I'll tell you what, I'll put you both out of your misery. Sky Lantern face. Sky, that's pretty close, that's pretty close. Her name was Amethyst Realm. Oh, oh my word. I knew she was a witch. Is she, is, she, is she the witch that was sacked for having too many she's sick days witch. because she's too busy banging ghosts? That's is that what it is? what it is? Amethyst Realm is the witch who got sacked because she was on the sick when really she was on her back. On her back <laughs> and that girl... Getting ghost lords just dumped in her. And all her. Just wow. some... Amethyst Realm. I mean, I know people that, uh, that you know, like, um, like to dabble in that sort of thing. But liars. You like liars. Well. <laughs> you know lies. But there's, 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 that, I mean, there's going full, full weird, isn't there? And I think she's crossed that line when she thinks she has orgies with ghosts. So I'm going to give you a bit more data earlier. Amethyst Realm, 27. That's not a name. That's a, that's a final so, level on like Final Fantasy or something, isn't it? It's not a name. It's, it's, it's the ultimate on Final Fantasy. She's had 15 ghost dicks. Amethyst claims to have only had sex with one, right? Oh, oh, right. She's, oh she's she's a relatively chaste one. Oh, she was the one that did the Victorian. She yes. did the Victorian, right. right? However, she also left her fiancé for the ghost. Wow. I, I think the ghost. I think the fiance has, you know, somehow. I think he's come out ahead in this situation. Just me. Yeah, that's as well. I he's, think. he's avoided a fucking lifetime of misery. That fella there, like, unless he's seen the ghost and had words. I mean, he just packed his bags and was like, "I'm, I'm leaving. This, this ghost is coming between us." <laughs> I can't see it. <laughs> he can't see the problem. So. So, I tell you what, I'm going to give you. He's just like come home one night and just seen her on her back, you know, owing away, and just thought, you know what? Fine. I'm probably, I'm probably <laughs> going to go back to my mum's. Yeah. <laughs> I'll probably go back to my mum's here. Amethyst. I think we've gone as far as we can in this relationship. I don't want to disturb you while you're getting buck wild with that thing. I can't see nothing. Uh, yeah. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna move back in my mum. I'll yeah. probably call him for me stuff when you're not <laughs> getting railed by some fucking spectral force. <laughs> Here's a couple of quotes for you, right? Amethyst at one point said she'd feared that she'd put the ghost off 
By coming on too strong. So she was hitting onto him. She was trying to. She was hitting on him. This poor fucker is potentially stuck in this house. If he's a ghost, there's a high chance he's a he's haunting. He's stuck between worlds. Right. It's like Nicole Kidman in the others. Right. Trapped in this house. Yeah. Ghosts trapped in this house, and then all of a sudden, he's had like a hundred years of being trapped in this house. He saw it go through so many different fashions and trends and he's like oh fucking hell I'm still here mm. and then all of a sudden some crazy bitch moves in <laughs> who's just trying to bang them all the time he's like hang on a minute your name's Amethyst yeah it's settled down although I am a hundred years old I'm a I'm a hundred years in ghost years mm. and I haven't got my dick wet in a while I'll probably smash it once I haven't seen it for a while either <laughs> I haven't uh, I haven't I haven't been in there for a while do you reckon like he doesn't want to become Mr. Realm does he <laughs> The first encounter. <laughs> do you reckon she shit herself or she just went, oh. Do you want us to tell you about Victorian coast right here? Um, do you want I'll... us to tell you about the first encounter? Because I've got a, I've got a detail of the first encounter like here. It's details. Sixth sensey. Detail. Uh, that was a joke from a Mr. Bean episode, I think. <laughs> Throwback from Mr. Bean. <laughs> what she said is, she got used to it. It became more physical. She started to feel a pressure on her thighs, on her arms, as well as breath on the back of her neck. But it always felt safe. Oh, I think she got cramp in her legs yeah. and left a window open. Also, she never actually saw the person's, the ghost's face or anything. She just felt something on on, on her leg. And then breath on her... I mean, my <laughs> God, how randy must she be if literally she could have a slight breath of air on her thigh and she's like, whoa. Oh, yes, take me now. Get in there. <laughs> slight... Oh, I feel like Victorian ghost being a slight oh, yeah. <laughs> You do not dare draft. give her a fan for Christmas, would you? Bloody hell. <laughs> a slight draft tickles the nape of her neck, and all of a sudden she's fucking... She's away. Bouncing up and down on something. That's she's not even there. fucked her husband off for a... Binned her fucking fiancé for, for a bit... For, for, for a mild breeze. <laughs> for a gentle breeze on the neck that definitely somehow... Put pressure on See, the eyes. I initially be like thinking, "Wow, she really is." You know, she's she's she's, she's very up for it. Then you guys, and she's you know, she's she's too far even for me. I can totally see her on the next Jeremy Kyle show, sitting next to an empty seat. <laughs> my my ghost boyfriend disappears for weeks on end. Is, is she the one that actually showed up with Phil and Holly on on this morning as well? Yes. Amethyst was the one who appeared on uh, this morning. Wow. I mean, she's got national television exposure out of this. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. She's had a lot of exposure. <laughs> she's had, oh, oof, dear me. Dear me. Tell me now, they didn't keep a straight face. I did, how professional I don't think, be? I, in, I, don't in, think, <laughs> I mean, I'm a big fan of that. The, the, the camaraderie, the, the bond that, mm. that Phil and Holly have got. Yeah. And they rarely keep a straight face about anything, if I'm honest. Yeah. I think there's a, there's a level, isn't there? Is there, is there oh, anything about the other one? The one you ever went out who had ghosts to a whole new level? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what it is, right? Yeah. I'm gonna be a, a little fact about Amethyst. Just another quote oh, from Amethyst, on. as this one blows my mind. I've done a bit of research into phantom pregnancies. There's a possibility that it is that it is a ghost that is putting you, but people don't know how to carry it full term. So thankfully, she needs to learn what a metaphor is. She actually believes a phantom pregnancy is when a ghost has shagged you. That's exactly what she said. (laughs) That's exactly what she said. Uh, There was another quote in here, right? Right. That blew my mind from Amethyst. 
Amethyst said she believes that her first ghost was in love with her, and she says she was in love with it, but that thing's fizzled out in the end. <laughs> How could you tell? <laughs> How the fuck does a relationship between you and your ghost lover fizzle out? Like one day he comes home from a shift at the ghost factory, <laughs> and he just comes home, and he's just like, oh, Amethyst, I'm home, what's for tea, darling? Walks in and finds I like, getting railroaded off the 17th century philosopher. He's like, Amethyst? I've been working all day in the ghost mines, and I come home and you're fucking a a philanthropist from the 17th century? What the fuck, Amethyst? Things are just like... It's not quite what it it was, is it? I've seen a different side of you, and you've seen right through me. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm probably going to haunt a different room now. Uh, Terrible. Worryingly, that has sort of entered into my mind now. I'm very concerned now. that any future relationship could could automatically lead to getting jilted in favour of a ghost. <laughs> Honestly, like, uh, just a moment, just a moment for that fella who got dumped for a ghost. Uh, tell you what, he, he got, he's the luckiest he guy alive, <laughs> He was sitting there watching this morning thinking, good God, fuck me. Yeah. I bet, I, I bet he's with her now. <laughs> <laughs> I bet, he's thinking, I bet yeah. he's in the green room. I bet he's in the green room nursing the ghost baby while she's out there whoring herself for attention on national Jesus. media. Just trying to pick up more ghosts. I did get it wrong though. It was uh, it was Amethyst who slept with lots of them. Oh, she was she wasn't. She, oh, she was the um, she was the orgy one. Oh. She was the. It wasn't an orgy. She's just yeah. had a string of ghost lovers. Uh, she says up to 15 ghost lovers now. Now, all I think is Amethyst is mentally unwell, uh, and all it would take is word to get around the social club that there's some last that'll open our legs to you if you go in our house just wearing a sheet. You know, like a really shit ghost costume. Yeah, but that'd be one set people wear Halloween if they can't be bothered. We should say boo exactly, on them. Exactly. Yeah. The social club has one of them sheets, and then they do like a bingo, and whoever wins gets the sheet, gets to put it on, go and see Amethyst. Get your end away, and then you've got to tear the shape back, and then yeah, it goes in the next big yeah. You've got to blow, blow on her neck first. You've got to go in, blow on her neck, put pressure on her thigh, and then literally, phew. Yeah, that's all you need. That's all you she need. Just, just so watch free. her go. <laughs> when you're not needed, you can just sit in the corner and fire your nails, but yeah. <laughs> Honestly, the second one, the second one was a, a girl called Sean. Um, Sean, what was say, Sean of the Dead. <laughs> Sean of the Dead. <laughs> Sean Jameson. Right. Uh, and she made love uh, just to one ghost. Oh, she was like, made love to her. He made love to her once in the night and then stayed with her, just slept with oh, her. I think he just... Then made love to her again in the morning, <laughs> then fucked off. Uh, it sounds to me like this isn't a ghost... Uh, that's a one night stand. <laughs> I think so. I <laughs> think so. It doesn't man. matter how many ways you spin it. You've and had a one night stand with a real human, and uh, that's he's what gone in the morning. Cats. Basically, he's gone before. You, before, yeah. He is. He is actually ghosting. Yeah, he's deleted yeah. his whole <laughs> entire yeah. like life from social media. He's disappeared off. I don't know. Where do you find ghosts? I Ghost Tinder. Ghost poo. Ghost <laughs> Tinder. Looking for pictures of nothing, just <laughs> constantly right swiping on fucking pictures of like doors. Constantly right swiping <laughs> on field on pictures of orbs. <laughs> <laughs> just an orb, and it's like Robert, 137 years dead. 
<laughs> Love's fucking you once at night, having a sleep, fucking you in the morning, never been seen again. Mike's <laughs> 18th century literature and candlelight. <laughs> Love's a nightcap and a bedpan. Doesn't understand electricity. <laughs> Why likes to be called Wee Wee Winky? Um... <laughs> Right, let's move on, I think, from good old Amethyst and, and Sean of the Dead. Um, Sean of the Dead. Sean of the Dead and Amethyst and the Amethyst Witch. Be, be, yeah. Amethyst the Teenage Witch. Yes. Um, yeah. I think they're just people themselves. Um, let's move on to our final segment, which is the Rather Poava. Gentlemen, I think you might need to cross your eggs for this one, as it's, it's a nasty one. Bring it on, Pete. Um, it on. Okay, <laughs> here we go. So, unfortunately, this involves knives, I would say. Or, or, I don't know, maybe it doesn't. But you have to lose members of a Crown Jewels, basically. So, franchise, you have to cut off both your balls. Right. Okay? William, you have to cut off yeah. half and exactly half of your dick. But you get to keep your balls. And you have to argue why you've got a better deal. All about the balls. All about the balls. See, I'm never once, never once have I been in what I would class a romantic tryst and then laid a woman down and thought, look at this beautiful female form that I'm about to enter. Tell you what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to put me erect penis in her. I'm just going to just squeeze me balls inside her instead. Well, I've got <laughs> enough once. to lose half and still be fine. <laughs> That is my argument. Um, we're there, we're there. Is he losing the front half or the back half? <laughs> it's a right half. <laughs> oh, no. Left oh. or right? He's splitting it straight down the middle. Straight down the middle. We're talking thin. So you've got, you've essentially got half a half and half I, a shaft. Oh, I'm not enjoying that. I've got... It can I'm be whichever guess. way. I just thought that's, that way sounding more cruel. I have to admit <laughs> Some sort of ass skin graft, I feel. <laughs> You've got half Over... Aaron May's handlebar moustache instead. Right. No, but I'm, t- I'm still reproducing here. I'm, You've I'm still got the ability to day. reproduce. Mm. Right. You've still got the ability to reproduce you, with you, half your dick. I think you're smoother. I feel the no balls thing might Kendall. work for some people. What, you, what, again, again, what nobody's saying here is I've got this ball bag now. That used to be just all wasted space because it had them knackers in it. They're gone now, right? You put a zip on it. I can now put a zip on it. I can accessorize. It's become a literal ball bag. I can have. I can just put it like I can use it to keep uh, like coins in there coins? now, uh-huh. or chewing gum. Just the, you know when you go out on a night and you're like, I'm going to keep this twenty quid in case I get really mortal. Taxi I need money. To keep this twenty quid because this is taxi money. I can't spend this on beer because this is me taxi home. Mm. You just put it in where your balls are. You put it in your ball purse. Your ball bag. Your ball I get, bag. Your I, I ball bag. It. Essentially, you've got your bollock backpack. Um, yes, you've got a you've got a like a like a a, a tiny. Tight, like a bum bag it's like a bum bag but it's not attached to your waist it's just attached to yeah. where your dick is you know you've got a problem to though your... because the, the, the ball bag would get smaller in winter wouldn't it it would just be like... 
Yep. All you got to do is put some scaffolding in there. I mean, you're not going to fit much. I don't know about your ball bag, but I don't think I'm. Uh, there's not much going in there. That would fit at least at least a twenty pound note and probably seven loose coins. I feel sharp. I feel twenty pound notes in the future are going to be made of that plastic stuff. Yeah. You won't be able to fold them. <laughs> nah, fold it into that's it. uncomfortable. Mm. Imagine you're going to be itching your weird little ball sack. That's, like, got sharp bits Where would on. you actually keep it on you? Would you actually sort of, like, swing it over your shoulder? Or just... no, I would, it would be literally just the size oh, of me normal... It, it would be the size of me normal testicles with no testicles in it. And then I would use that. I'd put a zip on it. Put grapes uh, in. I'd snacks. Baby bells. I would put baby bells in there for when I get hungry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but you know yeah. one of them would escape and just start like, rolling off down a hill, wouldn't you? Good argument. Roll, roll down However, legs. I've still got balls. I enjoy them. I'm still all man. However, the half a penis, like I say, I've got enough. I, I'll do a Channel 5 documentary, I feel. What the I'll do is... Micro-penis situation. <laughs> <laughs> what I'll do is I'm going on the road... I'm going on the road with the lizard man and we're going to set up our own show. It's going to be lizard man and ballless and lizard man is going to do his lizard man thing and then I'm going to stand there and people are going to pay us £20. If you pay me £20, I'll let you... They don't know I don't have any balls at this point, by the way. I'll say, all right, all right, cost you 20 quid. You give me £20, I'll let you kick me as hard as you can <laughs> in between the legs. If you drop me... Or I look like I wince in any way. I give you a thousand pounds. However, if I don't wince, I'm keeping that twenty quid, and I just get a line of people who are just alpha males. They're just gonna kick. I'm you gonna on cock. No, because I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna get a tiny belt. I'm gonna lift me cock up and put it against me stomach, and then like belt it so it doesn't move. So then it's just all nothingness. All they're gonna do is kick us in a bag full of change. <laughs> they're gonna kick you in the boss. The kitten is right in the stinky bridge that I've had surgically changed to be a purse, to be a coin purse. That's uh, And then at the end of the day, let's see. I feel I've got the bad end of the deal here again. You've lost. You've lost again already because what I'm doing is I'm approaching ladies of the night because I'm not confident. Kick me me as hard as you can. (laughs) I've lost me balls, so I think some of my mojo's gone, so I haven't got the confidence to approach a normal woman anymore, so I have to go to ladies of the night for me sexual pleasures. And then I'll I'll indeed amethyst realm. I'll go and see amethyst, and I'm like, how much... No, gently on a thigh. (laughs) Yeah, because all you're going to be given is ghost babies, because there's now coming out... Well, I'm at least, at least, I'm just raw dog whenever I want. (laughs) Yeah, that's that'd be your first mistake. I mean, what are you going to do? You're gonna you're gonna get that plague, aren't you? You're gonna you're gonna turn up right in a sexual encounter, and she's gonna whip your trousers down, and, and be like, it's just gonna be like, what is that huge? What is this that I'm looking at? What is this that looks like a parasitic worm? It doesn't have a helmet on anymore. It's just a cross section of what a dick <laughs> would be like on the inside. Why are you thinking <laughs> one of those sort of? Eyewitness books, like, you know, where it opens it up and it's a pop out of like a, a cross section, and that's what I'm now picturing, which is horrifying, but probably accurate. I'd like to think that if you cut off half I'm of your the dick, light out. cut off half of your dick, well, all it looks like is like a squid's mouth. Now, that's all it looks like. Squid's mouth. <laughs> a squid's mouth. Or like, you know, them worms that attach and like 
the the like other ones are like sort of like a, a, it's a maw, aren't they? It's, it's like the, a mouth, like a lugworm. Yeah, yeah. lugworms where they're attached on a fish, and it's just a flat end with teeth, and it just mm. sucks on, and it just it's, yeah. it's like a parasite. That's all you're doing. Mouth with a big wee body. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I'm gonna be knocking out children to get that good old stem cell regrowth, oh. and I'm fi- I'm feeling oh. the stem cells. And You're um, getting on board stem cell research to grow back your penis. To grow back my penis and lizards. Obviously, you're kicking around with lizard man. <laughs> you're going to grow lizards on your penis. No, but lizards have the ability to grow limbs back. Limbs back, haven't they? Yeah. So I'm all up in the lizard business. All I'm saying is... So morphing your DNA with a wizard DNA strain. Yeah, all I'm saying in is... In fact, I'm going, bigger. This, I'm, I'm going bigger. This happened on Spider-Man. This happened on Spider-Man. Doc Connor's lost an arm, and he tried to use lizard technology to grow his arm back, and he turned into an actual. He'd have been a crocodile in a lab coat, didn't he? Uh, yes, a well, human lizard hybrid in a lab coat, and he was. I'll less... take it. As long as I've got a full size penis, yeah, standing around getting kicked in the stinky bridge off <laughs> prostitutes for 20 quid, and I'm a lizard man. I am. Um, I'm a lizard man. Maybe I've got half a dick. I don't know how big lizard dicks are. I think but it depends I, on the size of a lizard, doesn't it? I think if it's a skink, it's not much much good. If you if you're a crocodile, you're probably doing all right. You're, yeah, you're gonna be croc cock Komodo dragon. <laughs> Boom, croc cock. Perfect. Old croc cock. Old croc does make you sound like you decrepit. Old skink dick. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you've made this difficult, gentlemen, because William started off strong, then Franchise U came back strong, and then William, I think, snatched it at the end. No, no, he didn't. I can always come. I haven't pulled out my trump card. I haven't pulled out my trump card. You don't need to pull out because you've got nothing to pull out for. Here's what my trump card is. I keep the ball bag skin, I get that surgically grafted back on, and then what I do, do you know what I put inside there where the balls used to be? Robot balls. I put robot <laughs> balls in there. And I birthed... Bionic robot I, balls. I dumped robot ball loads in suitable women. And then I birthed cyborgs. And I Are raised... Are just filling women cyborgs. with ball bearings for no reason whatsoever? Yeah. <laughs> no. It's like I, kaplunk. I don't have yeah, like a nail bomb under me balls. It seems more like the screwball scramble, to be honest. It's like, where's this ball, wing, ball bearing going? Nobody knows. Yeah, you've just developed yourself a tiny little gun. A tiny little gun that, that shoots, shoots cyborgs. Shooting cyborgs in your balls. <laughs> All I do is I just shoot tiny cyborgs. Is out. this before or after you get kicked in the... the I do a stint. I do from... two years. I do two years on the road with the Lizard King. Twenty quid. Earn enough money to right. pay for me cybernetically enhanced robot balls. I'm already fighting Spider Man at this point. I start shooting pure cyborgs out of me out with the tip of my penis. They come out microscopic, but thanks to the technology that lives in my ball bag, they grow exponentially and they're just like before you know it, one how many sperms is in one load? Millions. I've just created a small army. It's not even small. That's a big fucking army of cyborgs, all willing to do my bidding. Me, I'm going to have me fucking Clive, the gorilla butler, and an army of cyborgs, and I'm taking over this planet, and you can have your off, your lugworm. Well, once, once all the cyborgs have rusted up, who'd be left? So, 
the dinosaurs no. and the crocodiles no. and the lizards. Not while I've got an army to keep the That's WD factory. Me. The WD forty factory is gone. I think this isn't. This is a war for the ages. I think this. This should be. This should be some sort of epic trilogy. Oh, uh, this is going on way past this uh, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. If you think when this podcast ends, this conversation tells you are no. very sir. <laughs> Started a, valiant attempt, a valiant attempt, but I still think William takes it. Oh, no. Yes. I think he's. I think he was less far-fetched and more grounded by turning into a half-wizard man with a with a with a sort of mealworm penis. He's much more. He's much more realistic and grounded. Yes, I'm. I'm working the real side. I have created a cyborg Look, army. I've got stem cells. I still I'm think you're shooting marbles into women. My penis. I've created a cyborg army. You can't convince me that red pellets can become cyborgs. You're basically slugging them with a, a little gun. We've <laughs> got an inbuilt slug gun. Yeah? Yep. Right, alright, alright. That in your makes this perfect. One, one. That makes this <clears throat> one piece. It does. It means you definitely have to come back for a third go. Um, but before we, say, uh, before we sign off, you do have to complete a challenge. Sir. So, franchise, your challenge is. Oh, okay. Oh. It's... Have you got some sort of random challenge? Uh, oh yes. Generator. Yeah, I've got. I, I picked a, several, and then I've just like randomised it to find out which, because I don't like to pick it to see which nice. which comes up. And <laughs> funnily enough, you have to complete a survey. Um, it's not a survey as much as a quiz. And the quiz is, what kind of friend are you? So this is fascinating. How are them? How are them, Unfortunately, Pete? I don't... I'm not sure that this is intended for males of our age group. In fact, I think this is aimed at school children and school girls, quite particularly. But we shall find out as we go through the quiz. Let's to find do it. Out what f- kind of friend you are. And William, you can check to see if this sounds accurate, all right? Mm-hmm. So... <clears throat> Question one. You were grounded on the weekend and you weren't able to talk to your best friend, who, for purposes of this, is William. Um, <laughs> how do you catch up during a lunch hour? Does she talk, I listen? Do you spend the whole hour rehashing your fun-filled weekend at home? Do you spend equal time talking? Or do you chit-chat over chips for a few minutes and then take off because crowded cafes give you a headache? Um, I think I think I'm gonna have to go for uh, the the bonus option is you know when you make them things when you fold up paper and it becomes like a flower and then you like open it one way and then you close it and you open it the next oh, way. One then, of oh, those, yeah. Pick a number. Pick a number. Pick a color. Pick a number. I'd do yeah. one of them and then when you opened it up at the end, it would just be a love heart to tell you how much I'd missed you over my weekend when I was grounded. <laughs> and then you'd tell us about the weekend. Yeah, and then I, like if you've got an hour, you'd spend fifty-seven, fifty-eight minutes talking about it. Probably, yeah, yeah. probably. That sounds yeah. that sounds pretty much right, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Moving on. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Anything moving on. else about me? <laughs> Let's talk about me some more. Moving on. Yeah. You find out over lunch, presumably at some point you let William talk. Um, that both you and your best bud are crushing on the same hottie. Oh. What, what do you not do? Again. Oh, not again. Do you go into competitive mode and unleash your flirting skills? Do you step back and let him have him? 
do you t- well I'm saying him now just because it makes more sense do I'm going you- to let him have them <laughs> <laughs> do you talk it over mutually decide that friendships are more important than men or do you move on because another guy will come, o- will come along in a minute anyway right it is so I let's mean- theoretically assume that the crush is actually a, a girl probably makes more sense than, than speculating that you're a teenage girl what I'm gonna do is so there's a simple rule. There's a, there's one simple answer here. Yeah. She's mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a douche. <laughs> you know what? The simple answer is I turn on my A games. Uh... Oh. <laughs> I may go wrong, but <laughs> I was I was talking about bros before hoes. No, but no, no, <laughs> no. no. Hose before bros. Hose before bros. Liam, when she's long called gone, Amethyst Rail. When she's long gone, that this will still be the happy accident will still be a thing, mm. and I'll never. Well, I hope, I hope it would be what I did with her and to her in front of you. If mm. I thought that you had the feels for her, it's fine because I'd I'd have already been there. <laughs> I'd have been there, done that, you'd have left, ghosted. You'd have left a smaller yeah. henna tattoo of your initials in the ship of a handlebar moustache on a vagina. I'd have dicked out of my half a dick. <laughs> the next question is this. All of your friends, well, William, forgot your birthday. How do you feel? Are you a little bummed? Really? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because they didn't forget. Are you a little bummed because you always remember all their birthdays? Do you flip out? How could they forget your birthday? Are you relieved since you're looking for an excuse not to celebrate it anyway? Or do you totally understand because everyone's too busy with school and jobs to remember a trifling thing like a birthday? I'm going to say it's a heady blend of two and three. (laughs) It's because, yeah, I think we've reached that age where you you want the fun of being pampered for a day, but also with, with... constant reminder that you're getting old is horrifying isn't it I think it's a downward spiral it's the the constant battle of how dare you forget about me <laughs> and well really I can't be fucking arsed anymore really if they forget it it doesn't happen and I stay you know this age forever I didn't even know they had birthdays if I'm honest I thought that was just I thought that was the thing for me. Poor people appeared. <laughs> I thought you all just popped out of a cyborg dick. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Two of your good friends have got into a major argument, and they vowed never to speak to each other again. Now they're trying to get you to take sides. What do you do? Do you hear them out and pick a side? Because one of them's right and one of them's wrong. <laughs> do you stay friends with both of them but don't get involved? Do you help them work it out so everyone's friends again? Or do you defriend both of them because it's too much work? Swords. Fight to the death. Right. Fight to the death. <laughs> I mean, who wants to be my best friend? Who wants it more? That's what this comes down to. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. All of you are very, very replaceable. <laughs> who wants it more? <laughs> You've got some Ninja Warrior course set up, <laughs> and who does it in the shortest amount of time? It's like a Krypton factor, I'm guessing. It's like the Crystal Maze. Yes. Crystal Maze for my friendship. <laughs> no, too many silver tokens. Bugger off. Um, 
I expect more gold. Yeah. <laughs> Bring me more gold. Bring me gold. Oh, your friend's new boyfriend is a total dweeb. <laughs> what do you say when she asks what you think of him? Do you, I say, do you... give her a name. I'll tell you what, Pete, I'll yeah. tell you what. Give her a name. Give this friend of mine friend. a name. Um, Doreen. Doreen. I say to her, I say, Doreen, come here. Sit down. Listen. What are you doing with this fucking dweeb? Like, <laughs> you know, fine well. Like, you're far too beautiful for him. <laughs> yes. You could do so much better, like me. And then all of a sudden I'm just like, whoa, Doreen, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm not doing anything. And I'm like, well, good. Turning me on right now, Doreen. <laughs> I think you're leaning towards the answer, which is tell the truth, even if it's mean. <laughs> Does that involve seducing Doreen? For um, one personal it's... pleasure slash... It can do, yes. That one, then. Yeah. <laughs> that one. Hmm. I'm glad you dressed as Batman right now. <laughs> you've, you've just been... you just heard some juicy gossip. And I've been sworn to secrecy. You're dying to tell someone, but what do you do? Do you keep your mouth shut like promised? Do you ask your school guidance counsellor for help? <laughs> That's a bit weird. Not after what he did to me the last no. time. <laughs> no. Do you blab to a few close friends? Who <laughs> probably won't remain close friends so much wrong if you do that. Or do you broadcast the news to everyone? Oh. What was the first one? Keep your mouth shut, like you said you would. Ah, probably the first one. Yeah. I, am, I am nothing if not my word, sir. Mm. You're honourable. I have nothing to give you other than my word. I'm a dig the guidance counsellor on. <laughs> you dig the guidance counsellor. Just dump it all on him. Dump yeah. it, chuck it at him. Yeah. It's um, off my chest. Yeah, it's like Gerald's got an STD. What, what should we say? <laughs> Go with that. This is, yeah. a, this is a rather sickeningly sweet one. Um, what's the most important thing about friends? Because people that accept you for who you are Spending wild and crazy times together. They're around when you need them. Or you feel like you belong together. Jennifer Anson, season eight. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think in a sickeningly sweet twist, I think all of the above. Oh. All of the above. Oh. <laughs> it's beautiful. It and is. Add in one more thing that you constantly feed my ego. If I could cry a lizard to you right now. You would. <laughs> I don't think they can, because lizards can't blink, can they? So they probably can't cry oh, either. Lizards can blink, but they've got that weird just, blink. Well, oh, it's a sideways one, isn't it? The, yeah, so. the eyelids. <laughs> they're gonna the li- blink were like the yeah. ghost eyelid, where it's like, lick yeah. me eyeball. How are they lick their own eyeballs, yeah. eh? Yeah, it's so, so like weird side. Uh, it's so like a Kodak camera, isn't it? Like, yeah. 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 Oh, that would be cool if you could if you could blink like that. He's trying to grow like a dick and all of a sudden he's blinking like a Kodak. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. And this is the man that you chose as the winner, Pete. Old Kodak eyes. Yep. Old, Kodak eyes. Old half dick Kodak eyes over here. Old no ears, Mr. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to take him to five guys, but all he wants eight is a bucket of fucking crickets dusted in pro aim powder. <laughs> He just lies there on a hot day and doesn't do anything. <laughs> He's always sitting next to the lamp. 
Always. A good friend got dumped by her BF and failed her chemistry test all in the same day. How would you cheer her up? Would you suggest some solo activities like reading and going for a solo hike? Just take a hike, love. Do you you take her out and introduce her to a new man? Are you a shoulder to cry on and tell her over and over again that she's way too good for him? Or do you tell her all about your own terrible day? Because misery loves company. I mean, I'd love to say the third one, where I just like, listen... You would totally be the fourth one, though, wouldn't you? Doreen, you were too good for him. He's a dweeb. You didn't need him. I mean, what do you really need chemistry for, anyway? Yeah. you're only going to work at McDonald's anyway. Like You don't need chemistry to work the fucking chicken nugget fryer. Doreen, you Maybe too... if he did, it taste better. <laughs> don't, don't you worry. Here's my here's my shoulder. You cry on it. I'm going to take any trousers off, but that's not important. You just cry on my shoulder and ignore the fact ignore that I'm... everything not... else. No. But there uh, will be the fourth one. I'd be like, oh, listen, Doreen, just... enough about you. Enough about you. We've got an hour, and you know the rule. 57 minutes, me. Yeah. Had your three minutes, Dory. You've, you've got dumped. You've failed a chemistry test. I've no balls anymore. So <laughs> I'll be like, Dorian, unless you want to be the incubator for my cyborg army, I think you need to... Man up. Man up. Get smart at chemistry. Get your life together, Doreen. Doreen, you've let yourself go. There's no, there's no wonder. <laughs> Doreen, there's no wonder that dweeb fucking left you. Yeah. No wonder that dweeb left you. Yeah. In fact, fuck off, Doreen. Yeah. I don't want to talk to you anymore. What's? I have a horrible, a I have a horrible idea that I know exactly which way this is going, but we'll go with it anyway. What's? Me. What's your favourite way to spend time with your friends? Doing whatever they want to do. Anything that involves a little craziness and a lot of laughs. Hanging at Starbucks and having a chat over lattes, or talking about yourself. This is a trick question, is it? <laughs> <laughs> you talk about yourself over lattes. <laughs> All of the above. But we get crave talking about yourself, isn't it? But specifically the fourth one. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to come up saying you're a self-centered brat, isn't it? I hope so. <laughs> Wow. I hope so. This is, this is one of the weirdest questions I've ever seen on anything. What would you compare a friendship to? Is a friendship like a car park? Because friends, friends, <laughs> just, friends respect each other enough to give us space when we need it. No one does that in a car park. You'll honk if, if like, a, a very tiny car was taking up a double space. Um, is it like a 24-hour <laughs> off-license? They're open 24 hours so you can get to them any day, at any time. Are they like a party? They start out fun but eventually get boring. Or are they like the Energizer Bunny? They just keep giving and giving and giving. That I mean, if you need a friend, you're going to do is give and give and give, I add. That is, yeah. That is strange, strange question. I'd <laughs> Car park. I don't know. The set them on just like just the offie, just the offie, just always open and just full of booze. Yes. Yeah. I agree. That's my choice. The second one. What was first one? Car park. Car park. Yeah. Space. Respecting each other to give people space when you need it, which no one does in a car park. Five mile an hour. Yeah. I think more. It's more likely that they they paint around it and write content underneath it. That's close to a friendship. Full of, full of Persians trying to wash your car. 
Well, this is interesting. It, says, it says, congratulations, because I think it just does. You're yeah. a solitary soul. You're a loner. <laughs> Who values your independence and individuality. You prefer I to hang thought... out on your own rather than listen to anybody else talking. <laughs> your friends yeah. don't see you, but that's because you prefer to spend time on your own. That means that friends leave you out on, in the cold sometimes, where they can count on you when they, when they need to. Oh, I mean that is partly true. Friends can count on me. Yes, I am reliable in that sense. You are. I can have this to use it to use a weird similes that they seem to be going for today. <laughs> However, the bit about us being alone, uh, mm, I, I like. And can I use the word army? Of people, mm. yeah, just just there, just people like just hangers there. on, basically worship them. Just there, yeah. general worship, general praise. Well, uh, speaking of, if you want to help build your own personal army, um, where can people follow you? Where can they find you? If for some reason people have tuned into this episode of Smorgasbord <laughs> Daily and thought, actually, these two. These two lunatics are all right. These two mentally ill people are all right. You can find us on Apple iTunes. Simply search for the Happy Accident Podcast. Can't miss it. Our two beautiful faces on there. Well, my beautiful face is. And then you can find us on Twitter, at Happy Accident PC. We've got an Instagram account. There's a Facebook page. However, there is a disclaimer here. Don't really use any of them. We'd know if you did something, though. If you did something, if you turned up, like, we would know you were there. We are constantly alert and aware of your presence. However, we will only engage when when you make the effort. It's like a social media ninja. You're always working in the shadows. That's exactly what we are. Social media ninjas. Yep. Well, yeah, as as, as I said, um, you've listened to this, you guys are utter lunacy they're capable of. Listen to and do it without me trying to, you know, fuel the fire any further, or indeed trying to dampen it with some sanity. Um, listen to them just casually ramble about everything in some eccentric and bizarre ways. Basically just listen to them because it's a really good laugh. Um, in fact, if yeah. you've thought while well, listening to this episode, I would have Pete would fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure half my audience does. Um, <laughs> well, yes. Make sure, make sure to tune in. Morning, Jordan, Pete. Yeah. We love you, Pete. Oh, thank you so much. We do. Thank we you. do. Thank and you. it's unfortunate that you did come to Newcastle not too long yeah. ago, and we couldn't do as yeah. clashes. We couldn't meet up. And that, again at some that point. Does it make sad? Because it would have been nice to have a with you, Pete. It would have been nice. It would be. It would have been. You know, sort of an apocalyptic event, but it would happen. It'd been awesome, and it can still, it still might, still will. Um, so yeah, we've been talking about daily. Uh, as always, you can find us on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Acast. Rate, review, subscribe. If you review and give us a five stars, I will, uh, I will give you a shout out on the next show that I've noticed you um, pop up on. Um, and you know, you never know, you, know, you might even get a guest spot out of it. Um, we are on Twitter at Smuggersport Pod, on Instagram at Smuggersport Pod, and my email is smuggersportpod at gmail.com. Please feel free to interact with, well, it's with me. Everything is me. Um, also on our feed, we do have a time travelers. We are now on the air. We're running to Christmas this week, so our sweet daily shows before Christmas. There will be a Christmas special, but we'll be dropping on Christmas Day. Uh, for anyone who's, you know, bored enough to want to listen to us ramble on Christmas Day. 
but it will be a bit warrior long. Um, make sure to keep your eyes peeled open because there are more content to come. And thank you for listening to this particular slice of insanity. And I'll catch you next time. Goodbye. Pete, Ciao. you're a lovely man, Pete. Thank you, Pete. Ciao.